Hello, mama. I hope your day is wonderful. Mine was pretty great. Uh, despite having some sick kids, we're kind of at the point where they're not that sick. They just can't go to school yet or, you know, go to childcare. So we went on a adventure and, uh, Sorry for those of you in frigid weather right now, but in Southern California, it was 70 degrees and I was in a tank top and it was glorious and I just feel filled up by the sunshine and the exercise and just getting out. We've been really stuck inside the past couple weeks because the flu has been taking its turn with each of us. So it was time that we go and just have an epic adventure outside Uh, so I'm just feeling great over here. I hope you, wherever you're at, are finding some beauty in it, whether maybe for you it's cold weather, but you're finding beauty in your hot cup of coffee or whatever that looks like for you. I know, uh, beauty is always available to us. We just have to find it. So I hope, I hope it's been good. Uh, I am excited as well today because we are beginning a new series. Uh, This series is called Parenting Yourself. Um, I felt like, I don't know about you, but it's been a little out of sorts for us lately between sickness and sickness and sickness, (laughs) amongst other things, just, um, so many different things impacting us. Toby is here with me, by the way, we'll see how long this lasts. Um, but with all of that, I just felt like, okay, how do I, how do I get back to the basics? Like, what does it look like to, to get back to a solid place to feel like I'm operating from that? I'm feeling good about life and feeling like not just, you know, trying to get by, not swimming in the chaos. And as I was thinking about, okay, like getting back to basics, I realized, I think getting back to basics, a lot of it is, uh, that we need to parent ourselves. You know, we parent our kids, we pour into our kids, we take care of them, we teach them, we encourage them, we, um, give them our resources. We, you know, whether that's time, energy, money, all of it, we give all of it for our kids and that helps them be okay, right? That helps them get through life and they can function and, and thrive. And so for us, you know, there's so many people as they come into the Facebook group, the Morning Mama Facebook group, they say, I don't have time for myself. Um, and we hear it again and again in mom culture. There's no time for self-care. There's no time to do this. We don't hit the radar of what, like, we don't make it. We don't make the radar. And as I thought about that, like the reason we are not okay, the reason that we are swimming in chaos, the reason that we're not in a good place is because we're not parenting ourselves like we parent our kids. We're not giving ourselves the resources. We're not seeing ourselves as an essential component of our family. And the way that we get back to that, the way that we get back to just being okay as moms and humans is that we need to see ourselves as an essential component. And so I think in that, like if we think about parenting ourselves, right? If we were another kid in our family, how would we treat ourselves? <laughs> if, if, you know, cause we say we don't have, we don't have time. Okay. But if we're another kid, like what if you had another kid in your family? Would you just not take care of that child because you didn't have time? Would you leave them in the corner and not give them your your attention or feed them or spend time with them because you don't have time because you're too busy with the other kids? No, 
you would figure out how to involve that other child in your family. So that child has everything they need to thrive, right? So that child is fed and encouraged and taken care of and all of the things, right? So how can we begin to see ourselves as like a kid in our family that needs to be taken care of? And so we're talking about parenting ourselves. And, you know, part of this too comes from uh, restoration theory, which is the theory that I used as a therapist and now as a coach. And if you want to learn about it, come hop in the academy. More on that soon. But uh, one of the exercises that we go through is called reparenting. And this is where we get a chance to try and speak some truth and life into ourselves in directly into the wounds that were created when we were kids. And so it's like we're getting this chance to reparent ourselves that, you know, we were parented one way and we get to redo that and do it the right way um, in terms, you know, we're not throwing shade on on family here. Our parents do the best they can, but all of us end up with wounds uh, inadvertently or advertently. Is that a word? Advertently? Anyways, we get a chance to speak that that life, that correction into ourselves. And so I think this series is going to be an opportunity to look at that, to look at our lives and and how we're functioning and how can we parent ourselves in the way that we need to. And part of this is that the tagline is that we are worthy of our own tender and tough love. Uh, you know, there's a big movement in the world about self-love and all that. And it's not my favorite thing just because of how it's phrased. And, you know, ultimately we need to find our love in God. However, we do need to be tender with ourselves. We do need to speak life and, and encouragement to ourselves. And we need some tough love sometimes where we need to be able to call ourselves out and kick our own butts and say, hey, you got to get going here. Make the right choice. Right. And so as we go through this series, I want to go through some different components of what it looks like to give ourselves that tender and tough love that we give to our kids. So I hope you're excited. I know there's some of you that this is going to be speaking to you, that it's it's time for you to begin seeing yourself in this way. And I hope that it will just help you with that mindset so that you can actually treat yourself in the way that you deserve. All right. So I'm excited. I hope you're excited and let's dive in. Let's go. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. All right, Mama, I'm so excited to dive into the first episode on our series, Parenting Yourself. I hope that it will help inspire you to actually see that self-care, if you will, is not an option. It's a necessity in order to thrive, right? If we think about our kids and if they're struggling in some area and they're just not doing well, they're getting sick, they're exhausted, they're not doing well in school, they're not keeping up with their room, whatever it is, right? We're going to go in and we're going to assess and we're going to say, okay, what is going on? We need to figure something out. This is, this is not okay. There's something off here. 
And then we're going to go in and give them every resource, every support, every conversation, whatever it takes to get them back on track so they can go back to thriving. So this is what we're going to do for ourselves, right? Maybe for you, if you're feeling out of control, like maybe everything is falling apart, the new year started and here you are, everything is just dropping. Like you feel like it's all falling out of your hands. You were so excited, so hopeful for the new year. And here you are, and it's all on the ground already. And you're like, I don't even know what to do or how to move forward. Then I I think this is what you need. Like if you don't even know how to feel okay anymore, we are going to slow down and go in and parent ourselves and figure out what we need to take care of ourselves. And today we're going to be talking about utilizing resources, time, energy, money, whatever it is, uh, capacity in order to help ourselves move forward. Because just like our kids, if they needed anything, right, maybe they're struggling in a, in a topic at school, a certain subject, <laughs> obviously my kids are little, so I don't even remember what they're called subject. That's what they're called. If they're struggling in a subject at school, what are we going to do? Right. We are going to hire the best tutor that we can afford, and we are going to get them every bit of resource they need to help them move forward because we know one, yes, they need to thrive in this area. However, it's not just this area. If we don't help them with this, it's going to impact other areas. It's going to impact their self-confidence. It's going to impact the time that it takes for them to do their homework, which is going to increase frustration in our home and potentially cause conflict in our relationship, right? It's going to impact uh, how the teachers see them. It's going to impact so many different things. They might get to a point where they just give up because they're struggling in this area. And so we know if there is an issue, we have to attack it head on and give them everything we need right? So maybe it's a subject. Maybe it's their teeth, right? Like we are going to go and we're going to take them to the dentist. We're going to get them fixed. We're going to get them braces, cavities filled, whatever it is, right? We're going to make sure they have everything they need, even if it requires more resources than we think that we have, right? Whether that's time for appointments or money for braces, we're going to do what it takes in order to help them thrive, right? What if it is, um, you know, helping them get stable. Maybe they're feeling they're coming home every day, just dysregulated and down and they're not opening up with you and they're, they're not connecting and they're seeming like just so overwhelmed with life and sad. And you're just like at a loss. What are we going to do? Right? We are going to go and we are going to surround them with conversations and check-ins and trying to help them move forward. We're going to get them a therapist. We're going to talk to their school counselor. We're going to talk to their teachers. We're going to dive in, in every way, every everything that we have, right? We, we never feel like we have time. I don't, most of us don't feel like we ever have money, right? But yet if these things pop up, we are going to find the resources for that. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today and paint a little bit more of the picture of what this series is about. But I wanted to start here with, with helping you remember that you need to use resources for yourself. And I want to start here because as a lot of you know, our sale for the Morning Mama Academy is about to wrap up. Today is the very last day. And I know that some of you, this is what you need to do to help you move forward. And I'll talk about that more, but 
the academy, you know it's been on your heart. God is just putting it in front of your face again and again. You can't stop thinking about it. You know it's what you need to help you get to that next level, right? There's there's a problem in your life. There's a void going on, whether it's a um, anger that just keeps popping up, anxiety, you can't sleep. Maybe it's relational conflict. Maybe it's trying to just be confident in who you are as a mom. Whatever that is, you, you notice it's there and it's not going away and it's impacting every area of your life, right? It's impacting your marriage. It's impacting how you relate to your kids. It's impacting how you relate to God. It's, it's stealing your time. It's stealing your energy and you know it's time to do something about it. And so for some of you, and I know it's not all of you, but for some of you, I know the Academy is what is right for you. And so I wanted to start in our series with this episode to help you see clearly why you need to dive in, why you need to take yourself seriously and take the leap into the Healed Mama Academy. And just in brief, if you haven't heard me talk about it, this is a year long program. You don't have to do it for the whole year, but you get access to weekly group coaching calls for an entire year. And we walk through the whole process of healing. I teach you restoration theory so that you have a map to understand yourself, understand why you do what you do, and then to change it. And it's so simple and so beautiful, yet so deep and profound and helps you just go to those places inside of you that you didn't even know were hurting, right? You know you're hurting, but you don't know why. And I help you understand why. So it's video and worksheet curriculum that you go through at your own pace, and then we meet weekly for the group coaching. And I've had some questions come in about the group coaching. And the just so you know, the hours is uh, 1.30 on Mondays, Pacific Standard Time. Now, if you can't make that time, that's okay. You can access the recording from that week for up to a week, and then you can also submit your questions ahead of time to make sure that they get answered. So just because you can't make that time does not mean that this isn't for you. Uh, There's also a DIY option if you wanna do it without the coaching but I highly recommend the coaching, even if you can't make all of the calls. And remember, you have access for an entire year to those calls. So I hope that you'll take the leap. Go and get all of the information at morningmama.co. That's morningmama.co. And I would just love to get to know you and be able to speak into your life. So if, if that's you, you know you've been listening, just keep listening to this episode. Just let God speak to you about what you might need to do in order to utilize resources, time, money, energy on, on your behalf, just as you would with your kids. Okay, but before we dive into this topic specifically of equipping ourselves by using resources. And by the way, I know some of you, it's not the academy that you need to invest in. It's, it's something else. Maybe it's therapy. Maybe it is a parenting class. Maybe it is, you know, the sky's the limit. Who knows what that looks like, but you know, that area that really you need, maybe it's uh, joining a gym, right? Maybe like, or hiring a nutritionalist, whatever that is, there's an area in your life that you need to invest resources just as you would with your kids. But before we dive into that, I want to just dive into this broader topic of parenting ourselves. Like, what does this mean overall? How do we do this? What does this look like? You sound crazy, Brittany. Let me explain more. Okay. So I pulled up some definitions of parenting just to kind of paint the picture a little bit more. And here's some of the ones I found. Uh, It says promotes and supports the physical, emotional, social, spiritual, and cognitive development of a child from infancy to adulthood. 
So obviously we're not actually kids, right? We're adults and we're not, we don't need to call ourselves children, but ultimately we're saying we're going to compare ourselves to children because we are just as worthy of love and care as our kids are, right? We are just as worthy. And so if we, if we can compare ourselves to that, we can remember how important it is to look at ourselves. And so when we're thinking of parenting ourselves, right, we're promoting the physical, emotional, social, spiritual, cognitive development of ourselves. Uh, yeah, I think we need to be doing this, right? We are beings that God made in his image. Don't you think that he would want us to take care of ourselves in all of these different ways, right? Okay. Here's another definition. It says promotes. Oh, that's the same one. Okay. Here's <laughs> another definition. I really like that definition. I put it twice. Um, caring for and nurturing a child. So, right, we're caring for, we're taking care of them, we're nurturing them, we're speaking life into them, we're, we're doing everything they need, right? I, I imagine just like putting a small child to bed, right? That's just such a clear example of what it looks like to parent and to nurture a child, right? Where I, I always love sometimes putting my kids to bed because I'm like, I just want to get you so perfectly cozy. Like, especially when they're sick and there's like all these different strategies I use to get, help get them comfortable. And I'm like, okay, first we're going to, you know, make sure the diaper's fresh, the diaper cream is on, right? Everything's cozy there. We're going to get lotion on you. We're going to the magnesium lotion also. And then we're going to get the oils, right? We're getting all of these different things to help them heal and to help them feel good. I'm going to, for my baby, this is what we do almost every night. I'm going to suck his boogies out. Yes, it's disgusting. And if you judge the people that use those Frida, uh, booger suckers, you know, it works great. So (laughs) it doesn't get in your mouth. Oh my gosh, I'm going to stop talking about this. I'm grossing myself out. It really doesn't, but it just sounds gross. Anyways, I suck his boogers out. Make sure, right, spray the saline, help loosen them, get them out. And then we put cozy pajamas on, right? That the right temperature, just the right thing, just just what he needs to be cozy. His feet are covered, right? They're not going to, they're zip up onesies. So they're not going to like ride up in bed and his belly's going to be hanging out. He's going to be perfectly cozy, right? And then we give him some milk and he's cuddled up and his belly is filled and he's getting the nutrition from the milk and the antibodies from the milk and all these things. And he's so cozy and cuddled up. And then I'm going to put him in a sleep sack. I'm going into all the details because this is what it looks like to nurture someone. And we're going to wrap him up in a sleep sack. We're going to turn on a sound machine, get him all snuggled in his bed, sing to him and lay him down. Right. And this kid, maybe the humidifier as well. That's where we're at over here with the sickness. And he's just so cozy, right? He is content. He is taken care of. Every bit of him is cared for, right? Physically, he is warm. He's everything he needs, the nutrition he needs, right? Emotionally, I've I've talked to him and I prayed for him and I, I've cuddled him. I've I've been there for him, right? The spiritual, I've that's the prayer as well, and praying and teaching, and obviously that looks different in different ages. The cognitive, just you know, again, the talking and reading a book, all of these things to help nurture every part of him. And I just think that that picture of putting this little baby to bed, like we need to view ourselves that way. We need to put ourselves to bed that way where we're taking care of every bit of ourselves, right? We're making sure we're filled up with nutrition and, and we have magnesium so we, it helps us sleep and digest and 
you know, we're, we're calming our, our brains down. So our brains are prepared for bed and we're, we're, you know, washing our faces and brushing our teeth and ready for the bed. And, and then, you know, I, I love my favorite thing. This is a pro tip. If you use doTERRA essential oils or have access to them, I highly recommend the, I think it's called the deep blue stick. And it has this oil that kind of makes you all tingly and it is amazing. And it, it lasts for maybe like 10 minutes you know, maybe 15. So it's not like if you have an injury, this is, you know, going to fix it. But what I do is I put it on right before I climb into bed. And so I'm in my bed reading a book and my back is just tingling. It is like the most amazing experience. They have my essential oils diffusing. So just some like relaxing scents that are filling the air. And I just feel so at peace. And that tingling just helps calm me down so much. And so it's preparing my body for bed, right? And I'm under my big fluffy covers, cozy up in bed. I know I'm making some of you tired right now, but right, you're, you're, we're taking care of ourselves in that same way. And now this is like a, a specific physical analogy we're going to, and we are talking about that, but we're also talking about the bigger picture, right? Of, of how are we caring for ourselves, right? And, and even going back into the bed analogy, you know, instead of scrolling to the last second and, and the blue light is, is invigorating our brain and we've stayed up past our bedtime. And now we already know we're going to be tired in the morning because it's way too late. And we're also not gonna be able to wake up for our quiet time and really starting the day with God because we've stayed up too late and we've ended up just, you know, wasting the night away scrolling or Netflix binging and too much wine. And we've just really not prepared ourselves for this restful sleep that we need in order to feel good tomorrow. Right. And so we've got to Think of caring for ourselves. I keep saying it, but in this way, where we're like little children that we're taking care of. Another definition of parenting is establishing a healthy environment as a child grows, taking actions to ensure social development and education that aligns with your values. So again, like in, a, in, a, in the bigger way, in uh, establishing a healthy environment. So what does the environment of your home look like? What is the environment that you uh, start your day in? Is it the kid is in your face waking you up and that's that's your alarm clock, right? That is not an environment I personally want to start my day in or ever want to live in. So I am sure, I have made sure for the past, I don't know, I think forever to wake up before my kids. I mean, there's seasons, right? When there's a newborn, there's definitely seasons. But overall, since I've had kids, I wake up before my kids so I can set the environment. I can set what my day is going to look like. I can start feeling strong, feeling connected to God, feeling uh, in control because I've already gotten dressed. I've already done my makeup. So I feel confident and not every day. It depends on the day, but I, I I'm in control of my environment, right? So we are parenting ourselves in that we're setting the environment. We're taking actions to ensure social development, right? Community. We're going to hit on all these different topics in this series, uh, education. And you know, that can go into what we're talking about today in, in terms of utilizing resources in order to help ourselves move forward. So, you know, I, I mentioned this in the intro, but we're not just talking about indulgent self-care here, right? We're not just talking about going and getting your nails done or getting a massage and indulging in these things that, you know, take a lot of money or time and not just that, but because those are things that are great. Please go do those things. But that's not like what we're talking about. That's not parenting ourselves. That's this 
random little treat, right? It's like taking our kids out for ice cream. Like, that's great. That's fun. That's good. We want to do that. It creates, you know, fun family atmosphere, but that's not like parenting. That's not the day in day out of helping them be healthy and grow in the ways they need to grow. So go get your nails done, but that's not going to solve the problem of waiting through motherhood without without really recognizing that you're another human amidst all of these people that also needs to be cared for, right? And so we're going to talk about the tender love where we're encouraging ourselves and we're speaking life into ourselves. And then the tough love where sometimes it's painful and we need to like kick our butts into bed and say, it's time to go to bed. You cannot watch another episode, right? Like (laughs) how would we talk to our kids? Like, Hey, It's bedtime, right? You need to get to bed. This is what your body needs to grow big and strong. This is how, like, this is what helps you thrive. This is how you're going to be in a good mood tomorrow. You're going to be able to focus, right? We're teaching our kids this, but then what do we go and do with ourselves, right? So often we stay up late and we're, we're wasting the time and we're not getting the sleep that we need. And so then we are grumpy and we are starting from a place of negative, right? Not even at zero. We're starting negative in the day. And so we need to be able to see ourselves that way. So we can, we can challenge ourselves to do the right thing, just as we encourage our kids to do the right thing, because we know that they need it. And we know we need it too. Although actually I think we convince ourselves sometimes that we don't need it. We convince ourselves like, well, this feels good. So I'm going to do this. I just need some freedom. You know, I just spent the whole day with the kids and I just want to sit here because I can do what I want to do and it feels good. Right. And so we convince ourselves that that's what we need to do. So I think of self-care just to summarize as, you know, kind of those big things, the, um, I'm going to stay home and skip out on this commitment because I want to self-care, right? Or I'm going to binge Netflix because self-care, right? Or I'm going to blow the budget on getting a massage because self-care. And again, some of those things aren't, aren't bad, but that's kind of this idea of self-care. But parenting yourself means making sure that you are cared for, yes, but also setting yourself up for thriving in ways that aren't fun, right? Going to bed on time isn't always fun. Now, I do believe that when you make this a pattern, it does become fun. It's kind of like what you eat is what you crave. When you start going to bed early and you start getting the rest you need and you start reading before bed, you start to crave it. You start to really look forward to that. And and I'm, I'm not perfect at this. This is something I'm constantly fluxing on. You know, it just some weeks I totally get off because my husband's out of town and I'm like so depleted that I make poor choices and I don't get to bed quite on time or I don't read enough before I go to bed. And so sleep is harder. And, you know, it's always a constant ebb and flow, but it's something I'm constantly fighting towards in order to try and give myself what I need. So we're going to be talking about how to parent yourself. Now, going back to the specifics of this episode, right? Using resources for ourselves. I gave some examples earlier, but you know, if your kid had a speech, right, they're struggling with speech, you would go and make sure you hired a speech therapist and they would, you would make sure they meet with them, right? So this is what you would do if it was your kid. You would one, find the best resource possible. Okay. Right. Two, you would uh, prioritize that in the, in the time, right? We never feel like we have enough time, but if something like that is coming up, we are going to prioritize the heck out of that. We're going to make it happen no matter what. We're going to drop things at work. We're going to drop things at home. We're going to make sure our kids are getting these resources available to them. 
Um, number three, we're going to do the same thing with money, right? We're going to make sure within our budget, we're going to try and be wise, but we're going to make sure that we cut area, other areas in order to get this kid, this speech therapist so that they can thrive because we know this is going to impact so many areas of their life right? And then number four, we're going to hold them accountable and make sure they complete their classes, make sure they show up to speech therapy, make sure whatever it is, right? They raise their grades. They, they get healthy mentally, whatever it is, we are going to support them all along the way, challenging them, encouraging them, getting them to those appointments, doing whatever we can to make sure they finish this thing and get through that and overcome this hurdle in their lives, overcome this sticking point where they're getting stuck. And we know this would pay off because once they master this, once they grow in it, they're going to be able to master so much more, right? They're gonna be able to thrive. If they're stuck in this one area, it's gonna affect other areas. So if they overcome this area, they're gonna overcome other areas. So we know this is like how it works, right? You figure this out, you work on this, you invest here, and it's not forever, it's for a time, and then you move on, right? And, and, and you have that thing that you've now overcome, you have the tools, you have the resources that equipped you to work through that. So when we do this for our kids, why do we treat ourselves differently, right? Why do we not allow ourselves that same grace, that same effort, why are we putting ourselves in the back burner? Maybe you have for years known you needed to go back to therapy and you just keep saying, I don't have the money. I don't have the time. How can I make it work? Right. But you know, you're suffering and you know, it's impacting so many areas of your life. So why do we see ourselves differently? So what I want to do here is I want to talk you through just some quick specifics to help you figure out in your life what this is for you. And we talk through some of these questions if you listen to the New Year's episodes, but I want to kind of follow up on it today and remind you of this. And I think the more we can talk about the same things, the better. We're going to reinforce what we're already talking about. And I want to help you actually take some steps forward. Maybe you've been thinking about it. Maybe you took some steps, maybe you didn't. And so I want to help this be the chance to take those steps and maybe identify why you haven't been able to take those steps. So the first thing you do, and I want you to write these questions down is one, I want you to identify what the number one area in your life is that you're struggling with. The majority of the time, what is the number one area? And again, a lot of these areas, they connect to other areas. So it might not be obvious at first, but I want you to sit down and journal and really think through what is the, like the core area? Where am I really struggling? Maybe it's parenting for you. Maybe, you know, you are getting angry and that's an issue, but you know, it's about the parenting because you just have no idea what to do with these kids. And you have no idea how to speak to them, what to do when they disrespect or don't, don't listen, whatever it is, right? You have no idea. So maybe parenting is it. Maybe it's emotional regulation. Maybe at the core, you know that you're just overly reactive. You know that you have some unhealed wounds inside of you. You know that you are just reacting all the time and you don't know what's underneath it. So maybe that's the core for you. Maybe it's organization. Maybe the disorganized house that you have is the thing that is pushing you overboard all of the time, right? Maybe it's your relationship with God. Maybe it's physically, whether it's um, you've got some health issues. Maybe it's, you know, you're not going to the gym and you, you know, you're not feeling confident, whatever it is, figure out what that core area is. Another question that can kind of get at this same, uh, answer 
is what area in your life would create a domino effect. If you figured out one of these areas, which one would create the biggest domino effect, which would shift and change all of them. Okay. So that's the next question. They're kind of part one and part two of the same question. All right. Next question and pause in between these, write them down. Now, the next question is what has stopped you from moving forward on this? So as you're looking at that, I want you to just really take a, a honest assessment and think about what has stopped you from, from moving forward. Why have you not taken steps? Why have you not helped yourself? You know, what is it? And sure, you can mention money and you can mention time, but you also have to go deeper than that because again, if your kids needed something like this, you would have gotten it for them already. So why underneath that, why are you not doing this for yourself? Okay. What has stopped you from moving forward? All right. The next question is what is the big step that you need to take? So again, let's go with, um, you know, that parenting is the issue. Okay. So, you know, that's the core area and the next big step you need to take, you know, that you need to go and get a family therapist, right? Maybe that's the next big step. Okay. Now after that, so identify what the next big step is like the actual thing, right? If it's, if it's physically, maybe it is joining a, um, gym, right? Maybe if it's emotional regulation, maybe it's joining the academy, maybe it's finding a therapist. If it's organizational, maybe it's hiring an organizer or, um, you know, reading a book about that, like what, you know, trying to go deeper. Maybe it's hiring a therapist to help you understand why you're so disorganized. Can be so many different ways to tackle this, but what do you know is the next big step? All right. The next question is what steps you need to take in order to actually take the big step. So the big step is great. We want to see the end goal, but we also, there's many steps that, that come before that. So I want you to list out all of the steps you need to take in order to get to that big step. Okay. Now there's a lot of questions, but this is going to help you get to that that next step you have. And then what is your next step? So after you list out all the steps, what's the next one, the very next one, maybe it's a conversation with your husband because finances are on the line, right? And you need to say, Hey, I really, I realize I need to do something here. I can't keep living this way. This is what I'm thinking. Let's talk about it, right? Maybe he's the next step. Maybe it's looking through your budget and figuring out where you can cut things. Maybe it's researching the best therapist or the best program or the best book, right? Maybe it's finding a gym and figuring out which one is going to work best for you. So figure out what that next step is. Okay. And then the next question is who is going to help hold you accountable? So text someone, call someone, do not just write this on a sheet and leave it there and keep thinking about it. Tell someone you have to. I'm getting passionate because if you don't, it's just going to live on the sheet. You're not going to move forward. You've got to have some accountability here and, and, and give them permission to follow up with you. Say, Hey, can you follow up with me in a week about this to make sure I did this? I hold friends accountable all the time where I'm like, Hey, like tell me after you reached out with the therapist, I'm going to check back in in a week. So make sure you tell someone and then you need to make it visible. Okay. So put it on your mirror put it on your planner that you open every day, put it by your bedside, whatever it's going to be, make it visible. So you know what you're moving towards. Okay. So just remember when your kid has a setback, how do you treat it? How do you help them? How do you help them take move forward? How do you help them remember? Right? So even if we're talking about the remembering, how do you help your kids? Remember, do you put on the calendar, do the same thing for yourself? Okay. And I hope that this will encourage you to take some of those steps that you know you've been needing to take and treat yourself 
like a human that exists in this family, because that is what you are. And I promise you, the more that you move your own portion of, of the family, your own life forward, it's going to move everyone forward. So this is not selfishness. This actually blesses your family in ways beyond what you could ever imagine on your own. Okay. And, and those of you that, you know, the Academy is your next step. Don't miss this sale. It ends tonight. Uh, use code NY240 for 240. No, no, no. NY24 for 24% off the DIY version of the Academy. And then N, what is it? Happy 240 for $240 off the full version of the Academy with the coaching. And you can find all the information at morningmama.co. That's morningmama.co. It ends tonight, 1159 Pacific Standard Time, PM. Okay. I can't wait to see you over there and let me know if you have any questions, but let's do this, mama. It is time that you take care of yourself this year. Let me pray for you. God, I just thank you for the women that are listening. God, I thank you that you care so deeply about them. God, I pray that you would help them to identify what they need to do in order to get the healing, get the health, get the the just freedom and peace that you that they deserve. God, I pray they would be able to see themselves as an asset, as something that deserves being cared for, God. And I just pray you would move and guide them, help them step into that next thing that you have waiting for them, God. Please provide everything they need. Please provide support from their husband and their friends and everyone involved, God. And I just pray this year, God, you would just bring them some beautiful freedom. God, we just thank you for your goodness. We love you. We give you all the glory. Jesus name we pray. Amen. Love you, mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Mama.